Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Thrive Fantasy. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bodman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Star app and at Star NFL, different show, as uh, we are with your third episode of the week, which means it's your DFS main slate preview. 13 games to get you rocking and rolling on a Sunday, breaking it all down for you. Don't forget, everybody, to download the app again in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store and check out Thrive Fantasy, sponsor of the show. It's a prop bits bets site. They have 20 bets per tournament. You pick 10 over unders, get more points, make more money. That's the basics of it all. Really, really fun stuff there. If you're new to Thrive Fantasy, use promo code LINESTAR for a first-time deposit match up to $100 and two months of the LINESTAR premium product. So go check out Thrive Fantasy in the App Store or thrivefantasy.com. I'm on Twitter at BDNTRIC, and my co-host is always breaking down the week four action on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing, man? Uh, pretty good. Hey, look, this has uh, been my best show of these uh, recently. So uh, we're going to try to pick you some more winners week four. I'm looking forward to it. No doubt about it. And we're going to kick off with probably the best game on the entire slate, at least from a, a fantasy perspective. The Arizona Cardinals at the Los Angeles Rams over under a 55 in this one. Bogman, lots of fantasy goodness here. Where are you going? I mean, I think between the the quarterbacks, I think I'd rather have uh, I'd rather have Stafford this week against the Arizona secondary that uh, has played well, but uh, you know they had Jacksonville last week, a couple gift interceptions for Byron Murphy, one went for a touchdown, all that stuff. Um, so I like Matt Stafford. Uh, look, I, you can play Hopkins if you want, but he's expensive and he's going to get Ramsey. So um, don't like Hopkins this week, but I think I would go with Kirk or uh, possibly A.J. Green at 4500 Nice, cheap option for you. And um, don't want any running backs here in this game. But also, I love Van Jefferson's price at 3900 Think he's a steal. Cooper Cup has been one of the best at 7800 and 8600 And look, Robert Woods, Bobby Trees has had a bad run so far, but he is going to explode eventually, and his price has been dropping. 5300 6200 so... If you want to take a swing in a tournament or something, I'm all about Bobby Trees at this price. Yeah, I'm 100% with you on the quarterback thing. Stafford's cheaper. I think he's going to throw it more than Murray. Murray can get it down with his legs, so he brings a better floor to the game. But I think Stafford's got the better ceiling in this game. We both picked uh, the Rams to win this game. We like the over in this game. At least I like the over in this game. You had the under, I believe. Um, but give me Stafford for sure in this one. If you want to use Murray, I'm not going to tell you no. But Stafford, that right. $800 discount on DK, 400 on Fandle, goes a long, long ways, I think. I think if you do think it's going to be a shootout, Chase Edmonds has some tournament viability for a lot of dump-off passes, potentially at 55 on DK. Uh, more so on DK because of the PPR format over there. Um, I'm going to be fading DeAndre Hopkins. He's a little banged up, so give me some give me some A.J. Green. Give me some Christian Kirk. Nice little cheaper pieces in Arizona. The other cheap piece in Arizona I think is interesting. I know it was Gronk, but we saw Gronk do some damage, especially in the red zone, to the Rams last weekend. So you can get some Max Williams at 3K on DK, 45 on FanDuel. If you want a little cheap piece, that'll be very different because it won't be as popular. In this stack, I think that's a, a way to go about it. And then on the Rams side, you just keep playing Cooper Cup. He's going to be chalky. He's getting more expensive. They're making a point to throw it in his direction all the time. So I'm there with you. But we said it last week, and I'm with you again. Bobby Trees eventually is going to go off. So if you want to keep going there, you can. Most I think will go to Van Jefferson for the discount. Fine play. But I think Bobby Trees is the contrarian play on the Rams. But uh, definitely a game to stack. Definitely a popular game to stack. Should be a ton of fun. Highest and- over of the week. 
Yep, so. should be a ton of fun in that one. Ravens at the Broncos, only an over-under of 45 in this one, Bob. I mean, do we like anything in this game? Yeah, I mean, look, there, there's pieces to like here for sure. Uh, look, anytime you want to play Lamar, I believe he's fourth in the league in rushing right now. Uh, he's uh, just an incredible talent. So anytime you want to play him, I get it. it look, I kind of like Teddy Bridgewater as a cheap QB, 57 and 68. I think that value has been great. He's leading the league in deep targets so far this year. Uh, so I do like Teddy Bridgewater here um, as kind of a contrarian play. I know it's super frustrating. But Marquise Brown got open three times. I know he had three huge drops, but the point is he's getting open. Now, none of it matters if he's not going to catch him. So, but I think that that was a rare occurrence, you know, and I know this secondary isn't nearly as bad as what the Lions have. Uh, it's actually been pretty solid this year, but I do like Marquise Brown. I think he can get open against most corners. Um other than that, I mean, anytime you want to play Sutton, 57 and 63, I think is decent, but I think Tim Patrick is a better value here at 49 and 61. Not really interested in either one of these defenses, but uh, I do like Lamar, uh, Teddy as a contrarian option, uh, Marquise, and Tim Patrick are my favorite plays in this game. Yeah, I don't think I'm in a full stack this game, but I don't mind the, the Teddy um, value that you mentioned there, especially on DK at 57. Lots to like there, but for me, it's like I, I like some Marquise Brown. People got so frustrated last week, get him at low ownership. No matter how bad he did, Lamar's still going to force him the football and eventually he's going to keep breaking some big ones. So I have no problem with Marquise in a tournament at 54 on DK, 64 on FanDuel. And I like the Tim Patrick value at 49 and 61. Those are the pieces I want. I'm not going to go all in on this game, but little pieces if you want to like sprinkle them in your tournament lineups, definitely play. Like Tim Patrick might even be cash game viable for me because he's going to get you five plus targets. He catches you just hope he gets in the end zone. Exactly. And he gets targeted. He's one of the red zone targets for them. So definitely some guy you could, you could take a look at. Carolina at Dallas. This should be another fun one on the docket for your Sunday. Um, we got Darnold. We got Dak Prescott. Should be a fun one, Bogman. Uh, over under 50 and a half. Could be a nice pivot off of that Arizona Rams game if you choose. What do you like in here? It definitely could. Either quarterback is in play. Uh, I'm with you at that 67 and 77 for Dak, 6,072 for Sam Darnold. Uh, Zeke is in play as well, 65 and 7,000. I think he kind of proved last week to the naysayers. Uh, I like Chuba at 59. Uh, you know, look, they just love to go and, and give one running back the full stack here. So I don't think you can give it all to Chuba, so I th do think Royce Freeman will be involved. They might design some run plays for uh, my boy Tommy Tremble, which would be interesting, but you know what? Uh, I think my favorite play in this whole game is Dalton Schultz. He's cheap. We saw him get in the end zone twice. They're drawing up plays for him in the red zone. I really like Dalton Schultz at this price at 34 and 5,000, so um, probably my favorite play here. I think Robbie Anderson could be a decent play as well because Trayvon Diggs should be on DJ Moore. Uh, and they just they got to get him the ball, and they haven't really played point for point. They haven't had to put up a bunch of points against an opponent because they played some losers this year. The Panthers have. So um, I, I really like uh, I really like a lot of offense in this game. Yeah, no, this is a great game to pivot off of or combine with your uh, your Rams Arizona stack. I don't mind Dak at all. I think he's very affordable on this slate at 67 and 77. Darnold could be contrarian. I prefer Dak because Darnold might still have to hand the ball off and lose some stuff. Or I think Dak's going to be using the arm quite a bit in this game. So I like Dak a lot, uh, which means, you know, you got Cooper, you got Lamb. Cooper cheaper than Lamb, which is quite intriguing. But honestly, I think uh, I like your Schultz call 
On the Carolina side, though, I like Terrace Marshall. He's only 4K on DK, 5K on FanDuel. Nice little value play there as um, him and Anderson are basically getting the same amount of targets. I know Anderson could maybe take the top off the field, but Terrace Marshall can do some damage too. So I, I like that play there. DJ Moore is a beast. He's going to get his. So don't sleep on DJ Moore. Like if you're stacking Dallas, you can bring it back with DJ. He's going to still get peppered there. I, I know they have a better defender on him, like you mentioned, but he feels like one of those guys, similar to the T Max and stuff, that you just you can't defend him right now. They find him, they get ways to get him open. I like the Trimble call too, if you want to be contrarian. But for me, I think uh, the big value likes Terrace Marshall in this game. Cleveland at Minnesota, another game that I think could be sneaky good fantasy value. Over under 51 and a half. So not sneaky good. It's one of the highest totals on the slate outside of. LA it's the third highest total on the entire slate uh what do you like in this one yeah there's not a ton I like here I I picked the under for this game uh I think this is going to be a lot of run game and look Dalvin Cook is questionable which means even if he plays they're probably going to mix in Madison a little bit more than usual so I don't like the running backs uh in Minnesota you know this Cleveland defense is going to bow up soon uh and it could be in this game uh, you know, we saw Miles Garrett get to fields a million times. I mean, I think he had he had four and a half sacks. I believe it was 350 pressures. I mean, the, the dude was just living in the backfield last week. So he's going to be a problem as well for Kirk Cousins. So um, not really big on on this game. I tell you what, though, I do like OBJ. He's still like the only healthy wide receiver for um, for Cleveland. And I think Baker's going to have to get him the ball. I think this is going to be good for him long term, too, because Baker would always go to dump offs and Jarvis, you know, and OBJ wasn't getting the ball with Jarvis out. It, he is forced to get the ball to OBJ. So I like him a lot. I would love Conklin, but he's questionable as well. So uh, what's his role going to be? Is it going to be limited? Is he going to be full go? So uh, he's a little bit questionable to me too. I think anytime you want to play Jefferson or Thielen, I get it. So I'm not going to argue against those guys, but my main, my main favorite play in this game is definitely OBJ. Yeah, I love a stack in this game. I, I picked the over on the pit, but the pick show. I love Kirk Cousins at 64 and 75. Dude's been slinging it all around the, the field. Uh, mix him up with uh, Thielen and jo- uh, Jefferson. As you mentioned, Thielen's a touchdown machine. If I have to pick one, I'll take Thielen for that touchdown upside. But Jefferson's been getting his as well. Don't mind the OBJ bring back, as you mentioned. I think it's a big cream hunt week. A lot of since I'm picking the over. If you think it's going to be an over game, cream hunt's going to be in play. A lot of dumping off there. So give me cream hunt 6K on DK 64 on FanDuel. This is definitely a game that I want some exposure to. I think it kind of gets overlooked in the mess of games that we talked about, Carolina, Dallas, and the Rams in Arizona. So give me some Cleveland, Minnesota action. This one led off by one Kirk Cousins. I like the logic behind that. I don't see it playing out, but it's definitely within the realm of possibilities. You know, if both of these quarterbacks get going quick, this could be a very high scoring game. Detroit at Chicago, and folks, take a clip of that. He said he likes my logic. Uh, Detroit <laughs> at Chicago, over under 42. This could be one of the most boring football games on the week. Bob. There's not a lot to like here. This is like contrarian stack kind of stuff. I'll say this. If Fields is announced as a starter, which I think it's ridiculous that you put him in such a, you know, a, how do you not chip Miles Garrett? Throw an extra blocker out there. Put an extra damn tackle out there if Peters cannot handle Garrett. It's just absurd. You know, um, and design some plays for fields to run. It's just the coaching was horrific. So it's hard for me to go back and trust the Bears. But uh, look, DeAndre Swift, we heard, is the hot hand from his own head coach. So this price of 6,200 isn't bad, but he's probably going to be running into the teeth of a pretty good Bears defense. You know, um, I'd say I'll say this. I don't know if you're ever going to get this 
great price on Allen Robinson again at 5,800, right? So mm-hmm. they are on the struggle bus right now, but I love Robinson at this price. I think he's got to be in play, um, but that's it, man. I don't like anything else in this game. I like the Robinson call for sure. I think it's a nice contrarian play. For me, the main things I want is DeAndre Swift, because even if he's he's good, if he can't run, they're going to drop it off. He is like one of the leading target getters in all the NFL when it comes to running backs. So give me give me Swift at 62 and 77, and I like the Detroit defense at 2200 bucks. <laughs> if you're going to punt it away, like I know fields can't be that bad, at least you want to say, but at the same time, are they going to unleash him? Are they going to keep it simple? Is he going to turn the ball Is over he even going to start? Is Nick yeah. Foles going to start? It's going to be interesting. So I think Detroit at 22 on DK 41 on Fanduel. If you're going to punt defenses, it's not a bad one to and punt dude, with. If it's Foles or if it's Dalton back there, I mean, he's up. like a damn turnstile. You know, it's not yeah. like uh, the Lions have a bunch of pressure, but Aquara will get home. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I think that's a good call. Uh, Houston at Buffalo over under 47 Buffalo wins 49 to nothing. Uh, what's your picks in this game? <laughs> uh, look, if you want to pay up for Josh Allen, do it. You know, they throw the ball so much. Uh, Diggs is a great play. Manny Sanders might be one of my favorite plays of the week. 49 and, cheap. and 58, you know, he scored two touchdowns last week. Uh, you know, Cole Beasley at 54 and 59. He, what do you have? 11 catches last week. Right. Yeah. Um, and also Zach Moss, they use him in the red zone. Uh, he's scored, I think, three touchdowns already, and there should be lots of scoring in this game. So, you know, let's throw that ball to Diggs or to Knox and knock them down at the one so we can either have Josh Allen or Zach Moss run it in. So uh, I think the Bills are also in play, plus their defense, because it's Davis Mills. And um, he did a couple nice things uh, uh, against Carolina. But, I mean, you're putting the kid in a bad spot. You know, he's a third-round pick. Probably shouldn't have gone that high. And you're just putting him in harm's way right now. So uh, the Buffalo defense, it, you know, if you're going to pay up for one, that's the one. Yeah, if you're going to pay up, it's definitely the one. Like the Josh Allen stack with uh, Diggs, Beasley, or Sanders is fine. I think Beasley is the contrarian play because most will see the two touchdowns from Sanders and the price tag would run there. Still a very good play. And then Diggs is Diggs. So I think Beasley's a nice cheaper option there. I'm not saying you have to play Texans, guys, but if you want to, they are going to throw a lot. And Brandon Cooks gets his, which is fine. But Anthony Miller, I said it last week on one of our shows we did, he has a rapport with Davis Mills from the you know the secondary squad. He got uh, with injuries. Miller's there now, and he used him a lot on Thursday Night Football. So I think Miller's nice to cheap one at 37 on DK, 52 on Fandle. In reality, I just want Buffalo pieces and peace out. <laughs> but if you're getting really freaky and you want to get some value, I think Anthony Miller could be an intriguing value on a game where Houston's going to be throwing early and often most likely. Indianapolis, Miami Dolphins, over under 42 and a half. This is another game that's just like, ew. What do you like in this one? <laughs> uh, I don't like most in this game, but I'll say this. I like what we saw out of Jalen Waddle last week mm-hmm. with his 12 catches and, and running short routes for Jacoby Brissett at 49 and 54. Uh, I, I like the price on Will Fuller at 48 and 53. Uh, Gesicki just seemed to be Brissett's go-to guy. He had yep. 10 catches as well. So uh, those are the guys I like. I can't trust anything on the Colts side right now because they should be giving the ball more to Taylor. Hines has more points than Taylor. Uh, Pittman was good last week, but wasn't good the two previous weeks. So I just don't trust anything on the Colts side. So I'm going to run away from them. But there's a couple pieces on Miami that I like. Yeah, Jacecki was his guy. Big fan of that one at 4K on DK54 on Fanduel. Waddle's a good tournament play because they used him a lot, and eventually he'll bust a big one. 
Uh, Will Fuller got a little bit of action, but he's banged up. So Waddle and Gisecki is the guys I like there. Um, if the Colts just use their brain, Jonathan Taylor is in a smash spot this week because Miami's defense against the run is horrific. Like on paper, Jonathan Taylor should carry the ball 20 to 25 times, probably run for 150 yards. So if you want to take him in a tournament at 63 and 66, I think he's a great play. But I say tournament because you don't know what they're going to do. Like if we knew they were giving the ball, well, then it's a cash game for sure. But uh, I think in a tournament, Jonathan Taylor is very live in this game if they get their stuff together. That's where I'd go on that. I'll ask you this, Bogman, because I'm going to sound like an idiot because I don't remember right now. <laughs> Are they running Paris Campbell out of the slot or is it Pascal? No, it's uh, it's both, but uh, I mean Campbell doesn't run anything but out of the slot. So, yeah. Okay. The Dolphins have been torched all year out of the slot. Did you see what Hunter Renfro did last week? If you want to punt, <laughs> if you want to punt, Paris Campbell at thirty two hundred and forty seven. This could be a Paris Campbell week. Just going to throw you it out there. Don't feel bad. Renfro's burned everyone from the yeah. slot so far this year. I mean, it is it he it is third in Renfro because you know they play Pittsburgh week two, so I got yep. to see it up close and personal. And it, it, we know it's going to him. He's yep. getting the ball. So, uh, yeah. La, well, actually, you know what? Paris Campbell's been playing out wide. Eighty-seven snaps out wide. Okay, eight yeah, in the I slot. They're so, moving them around early in the year, so I don't know where they've been lately. I mean, Pascal. They're both better out of the slot, but Pascal, mm-hmm. yeah, one hundred fifty-one snaps in the slot, only twenty-nine out wide. So uh, that's probably why you haven't seen Paris Campbell be very successful recently, yeah. because that's all he ran at Ohio State was uh, specifically out of the slot. Yeah, so, great coaching, great coaching. Guys. Yeah, I mean, great is, stuff. it is what is happening. Like, not we can figure the ball, this out. We can figure this. Come out. on, man, give <laughs> the ball to Taylor. I don't know what you're going to call the plays, but yeah. give the ball to Taylor. Give it to yeah. him. Come so that, it, with my scenario, because Beasley also beat them out of the slot. Pascal could be yeah. your guy if you're looking for a kind of sneaky tournament play. Good slot players, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's been a rough one. Uh, another fun game here: Kansas City at the Philadelphia Eagles. Over under fifty four and a half, second highest total on the slate. So we have four fifty plus point total games, which makes things fun. We got Patty Mahomes and company again. I say make one stack every week. At least Mahomes and Kelsey. Well, that was my highest scoring lineup again last week. That's what they do time and time again. So where are you going on this game? We saw Zeke torch. Uh, you know, the, this uh, defense here, and they lost a lot of push when Brandon Grant, uh, Brandon Graham went down. I do love their tackles uh, in Fletcher Cox and um, Gravedigger, Javon Hargrave there, former Pittsburgh Steeler. Uh, but, you know, Clyde Edwards Lair, 54 and 67 is good price this week. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're going to stack Chiefs, you might want to throw him in there as well. Uh, I don't really trust anything in Philly right now because Jalen Hurts is just not doing anything right uh Sirianni gave the ball to Miles Sanders five times last week which is just you know you would think and you know tell me if my logic adds up here bub but keep Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines so run the ball as much as you can in this game right you would think so and Sirianni Sirianni even came out in his press conference and says I know I screwed up we need to give Sanders the ball more will he do it we've seen coaches do that not do it but at least he's acknowledging it, maybe so just to cover RPOs. his butt. But yeah, it should be exclusively RPOs in this game for uh, uh, for the Eagles and Jalen Hurts because the Chiefs' so, defense has not looked good. It looks terrible. So yeah. it looks like you can move against. Them. Run the so no I, huddle. Run the no huddle. That would be my number one thing. Dude, they With should Jaylen do Hurts. that. <laughs> they should do whatever you yeah. know let them uh, let them draw plays on a stupid hand. You know, yeah. just as long as you get the uh, a snap count right, it doesn't matter. You know, so. Like Hurts, uh, here's your Oklahoma playbook. Go. You're yeah. playing a Big 12 defense this week. Go. 
So I really think the only trustable asset in this game is probably Zach Ertz at his price because he's even cheaper than Schultz at 35 and 47. And he scored a touchdown last week, and he seems to be one of Hertz's favorite targets because he's just crossing across the middle. That's his only route so far is Ertz across the middle, and he comes open. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just been ugly in Philly, so I can't trust them. I don't mind Ertz. I'm going to do my Mahomes, Kelsey. Kelsey's expensive. Um, Tyreek's going to get his eventually. It seems kind of broken right now. So Hardman would be my next guy in line there. On the Philly side, though, in my head, if it is an over game and it's kind of close for a while, I think Sanders might not get the handoffs, but dump downs more often, which is great in a PPR format. That could be good. And the receiver I'm choosing on is Jalen Rager, who was targeted a lot last week. And so I think Rager could be a guy. A lot of it was maybe garbage time, but still – He's only 47 on DK, 55 on Fandle. Gives you a little savings to go with the expensive Chiefs pieces. So I think Rager could be a guy to go to because Smith's going to get his eventually, but I think Rager could be the kind of forgotten guy that uh, does feast a bit in a game where they might throw it away too often because they don't give Miles Sanders the football. So something to think about. Giants at New Orleans. Ew. This should be fun. (laughs) Um, Yeah, about that game. Not good. That's the best way I could say it. The total's 42 in this one, Bogman. Yeah, uh, look, uh, not a lot to like here. If you want to go with Barkley or Kamara, I get it. Uh, Every wide receiver is hurt for uh, the Giants right now, so I don't want to go there. Marquez Callaway caught his on a prayer. Uh, Maybe Evan Ingram with the the wide receivers are down. He's cheap, 3,500. Other than that, I ain't touching this game. Maybe defense. Maybe you want the Saints defense at 38-48 or even the Giants at Mm. 29-34 aren't bad, but uh, is going to be an ugly one. Yeah, Giants defense is interesting. I think I'd still go down to um, Detroit at 2200 if I'm punting. If I'm paying up, I probably still want to go um, elsewhere, but the Saints are at least in play against Danny Dimes. Otherwise, I'm with you. It's like Saquon, maybe, because he'll get a lot of touches, which is what you want. I think Ingram's a great value, though. At 3K and 51 with all the receivers down, should get a lot of targets in this game. And you can kind of get to New Orleans with the tight end. So I think Ingram is kind of in play in this one. Pittsburgh at Green Bay, another fun-filled game for you here. Over under 45 and a half, Bogman. I mean, Najee Harris is going to keep getting the ball uh, thrown to him. 68 and 82 uh, is a decent price for him. So uh, probably... Uh, one of the better plays, pay up for Devontae. Devontae should go crazy. Mm-hmm. Pay up for Aaron Rodgers. I think uh, Ben Roethlisberger threw the ball 58 times last week. So, yeah, he doesn't look good. Who gives an S? You don't care if he looks good or not. All you care is that he's putting up 300 yards passing on a week-to-week basis. Mm-hmm. So, at 55 and 6,800, that's a pretty good price. You can buy anyone you want on this Packers uh, offense, I think. And... um Chase Claypool, you know, Deontay should play, but he's not 100%. Juju is not just trending towards not playing. Maybe he'll suit up. Maybe he won't. He's not going to be 100%. And another cheap tight end play in Pat Fairmouth at 3,105,000 uh, because he has become uh, their go to tight end and he's gotten a couple red zone looks. Yeah, I don't mind it. I like, the fact Aaron Rodgers is only 6,800 on DraftKings and 76 on FanDuel. It's just begging me to play Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's just like kind of disrespectful to me. I know it's he's not like the great. He's he's still the, the reigning MVP. Just you know, well the, the the prices came out before Sunday Night Football, so I'll give him that much. But uh, he should be higher than that. Uh, yeah, keep playing Devontae. What do you there? If MVS is healthy, he's a little banged up. 
Dude's a beast. He is looking at him a lot as a secondary option. Like in years past, like, okay, is it a Lazard game? Is it an MVS game? It's MVS right now. That like even Tanya's not getting love. Like it's MVS, yeah. which is which is good to see. Like at least he's honing in for our sake. And he's very cheap, very, very affordable. I like the I'm glad they went out and traded for uh Cobb and he's doing nothing. You know? Yeah, I'm glad he's not because that was the dumbest thing I've ever like, okay, Rogers, here's your guy. Yeah, and he stinks. So. <laughs> um, the Najee calls great. He should get a lot of love, gonna be very popular. I think James Washington is the guy to watch, as you've mentioned before. If if uh, Juju misses and if Deontay's banged up, that's your kind of value on this one. But my value is the, the MVS, like MVS Adams Rogers. Have some fun with that. Green Bay should have a field day against this Pittsburgh defense. Seattle at San Francisco. We have a fun NFC West battle over under 52. Sorry, the fifth game with a total over 50 on this slate. My God, did I read that right? I got to check it again. Yes, 52 <laughs> in this game. Wow. All right. What do you like in this one, Bogman? I mean, there should be some offense, but I think uh, my favorite thing is running the ball against Seattle. And uh, Trey Sermon at 5000 is probably just a little bit too cheap, 5500 Uh If they say, Eli, if he, if he practices full Thursday, Friday, Saturday, then I would go back to Eli because I think he's a better running back than Trey Sermon. But uh, I think Trey Sermon should get the run. It doesn't really matter. Someone is going to run the ball well against the Seahawks. So um, if they're saying they're going to go more to Sermon, if Eli Mitchell's looking like he is uh, back in, I think you can pay for either one of them. I think they could both have big days against this defense. Uh, but, you know, anytime Lockett's banged up, so, uh, you know, and uh, um, Gerald Everett just went on the COVID list. So I think that it should be uh, a 20-target day for DK Metcalf. So mm-hmm. 7,200. 7700 I, I think those are both great options as well so um yeah man uh i i there's a lot to like in this game on both sides yeah i think there's a lot of offense to be had i talked about on the pick show when these two teams meet even if they've been low scoring all season these guys put up points in this game it's a shootout so the, the russell is is a good play if you want to play jimmy g and hopefully he has one of his like he has three a year that he does well he's only 5600 on dk that's a heck of a discount Fanduel is 7k still cheap but there's other guys close by 56 is very cheap if you do think this game shoots out. Um, I love the DK Metcalf call because who else is going to get the ball, basically? But Debo, I think, is in for a big game. Ten targets last week just didn't come down with a ton of them. I only had, he had uh, what, He's five becoming catches. one of the elite receivers in the He's NFL right amazing. now. And they're forcing him the football. Kittle's back. Don't panic. They had seven catches on nine targets last week. He's still very affordable in this game at um, 59 and 67. But I want to mention it because it's been a slow start to the year. But Brandon Ayuk has a pulse, folks. He had six targets, four catches for 37 yards and a score. He was the only receiver with three end zone targets. No one else on the Niners receiving core had an end zone target. So he's getting the red zone looks. Something to think about when you're looking at Ayuk because people are still kind of broken on him. He has now back, he's back into the graces as the third receiver because Kittle, Kittle and Debar are one and two. So he could be kind of your sneakier play if you wanted to dig into this game. I think this is a very good offensive game. That's where I'm liking uh, the action here. But, yeah, it sucks for Seattle because it's all the DK Metcalf show and and pray. (laughs) Tennessee at the New York Jets on this one. Pray for the Jets. Pray for the Jets. Over under 44 bucks. I mean, look, there's uh, outside of Derrick Henry, I just don't know that there's a lot to like here, right? Because you're not taking any Jets, period, end of the story. You can't do it. Uh, Tennessee defense could be good, but we got A.J. Brown not playing. Julio's probably not playing. Uh, Look. Nick Westbrook, I looked decent. He had the snap count. 
and he's super cheap, 32 and 53. And there are some bad corners playing for the Jets right now. So uh, if you're looking for a real cheap option that should see a ton of snaps, I think he's your guy. But for me, it's pretty much just Westbrook and this uh, this defense, because even Tannehill, like how much is he going to need to throw against the Jets? You know, so uh, Tennessee D and Derrick Henry. Yeah, Derrick Henry, Tennessee D. If you want Westbrook as a cheap receiver, I get it just because his price is so cheap. Doesn't have to do a ton. He had four for uh, like f- four for 53 in a score last week. If he did that, you'd be over the moon at that price point. That's kind of feasible. That's only on four targets. I don't see him getting a ton of targets because, like you said, they shouldn't have to do much. So it's pretty much Henry. It's the Titans defense, or you just move on. Last game on the 13 game main slate of action here. We got the Washington football team at the Atlanta Falcons. Over under 47 and a half on this one. This total thinks a little too high, at least for my blood. It's a lot to like here, though. I mean, uh, Heineke against this Atlanta D 59 and 74. Uh, I mean, obviously, like him a little more on DK. Cordell Patterson just keeps putting up points, right? So, yeah, 4,900 and 6,000, I think, is decent for him. Antonio Gibson is going to be constantly in play. Calvin Ridley is going to get going 7,072. Uh, I'm not willing to pay for Kyle Pitts yet. I want to see what Curtis Samuel does before I pay for him. Although he is super cheap. Should he play in this game on DK at 3000, he's bumped up to 53 on FanDuel. Um, and you know, maybe the Washington defense, this could be the week they break out. So, uh, I like them as well, but, um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, once again, Heineke Patterson, Gibson, Ridley, and, uh, I mean, Curtis Samuel is tempting at 3000, but anytime you want to play Terry McLaurin, I'm all about it too. Yeah. I'm pretty much on the same page. I like the Samuel call. If he is active and good to go, um, Heineke with his legs, but <laughs> I started I, to say, I'm not trusted Curtis Samuel. And then I saw his 3000. I was like, yeah, Ooh, I mean, he's cheaper free. than Nick Westbrook. So come on. Yeah, he's free. And I will say that I'm with you. Like people that have listened to us long enough. know I do not like Cordell Patterson because I don't want to have to like Cordell Patterson. Cause right. it should not be a thing. Cause Matt Davis should be the man. But you can't deny it. Seven targets, six catches for 82 yards. He gets a handful of carries. Keeps he's, doing it. He's basically getting 15 plus touches. And he's $4,900 on DK, 6000 on Fandle as a running back. That's everything you want and more. So it's like, as much as I hate it, it's a phenomenal value in a game where they should be moving the football going back and forth. So he's 100% in play. All right, Bogman, let's recap things real quick. Who are your top stacks on this slate? I mean, there's a lot of stackable games. I mean, you heard all the high over-unders. Um, I, the Packers, you can absolutely stack against Pittsburgh. Uh, the Chiefs against the Eagles, uh, definitely. Um, I think the Bills against Houston is another decent one. Um, anytime you want to stack Dallas, I'm okay with that. Uh, and then, you know, either side of the Rams or the Cardinals, uh, we prefer the Rams. Yeah, Chiefs-Eagles for sure, mainly just the Chiefs side in that one because Eagles are just a tough one to circle, but if you want to bring it back with someone, you can. Uh, I'm with you on the Rams and Cardinals as well. Prefer the Rams side, but some Cardinals pieces can fit. I think that Niners-Seahawks game could be kind of the sneaky one because most won't want to go there out of the five games over 50. Green Bay as well could be a nice one against that Steelers defense, and and Rodgers to me is just darn too cheap, darn, darn too cheap. So uh, that's a fun one as well. But man, there's a, there's a lot to like on this slate. You mentioned a few <laughs> of them. Like, there's a lot to like. I think that Minnesota one can be sneaky good as well. And you mentioned Dallas. So there's five totals over fifty. Like literally, you could play the ownership game. Okay, which one of the five has the lowest ownership? Let's attack it or mix and match pieces. One thing I've noticed in a, in a chat room I'm in, and um, it was tweeted out by TJ Hernandez of Four for Four Fantasy. Um, 
he he broke down the millionaire winners of uh, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo over the first three weeks in the lineup constructions. And I've been kind of paying attention to it as well. And it's basically you have like one main stack. It doesn't have to be a game stack. Like say you had Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hardman. And then the next popular game you slide in like someone had – okay, well, last week, for instance, it was it was um, Herbert Williams-Eckler. And then they brought it back with two pieces from another popular game and then two pieces from another. So it wasn't a full game stack. So I'm trying to right. tell people. Usually the old school way was full game stack. You have five games over 50. That means there's be a lot of points. Mix and match is what I'm trying to right, tell you. Right. Like, don't get so focused. I, I fall victim to it as well. I focus on, I need all the pieces from this game. No, you don't. Because it's not always going to work. You have to like, literally hit the nuts to make that work. Get the best pieces out of each game that you can. Or find the best value of this good, good game that you can slide in with this awesome stack elsewhere. That'd be my two, two my my recommendation for the week. Um, the one I won fun. money on last week was was the one where I go, you know what? I'm going to make one lineup of guys I don't have anywhere else. So, and that was the one I won money on. So, shocker how that works. Uh, all right. I, I know someone that legit makes lineups against. He combines all the teams he's facing for the week and makes lineups of those guys. So if he loses in season long, it benefits him in DFS. <laughs> I mean, that is the ultimate uh, that's hedge. some positive thinking, man. Yep, yeah, the ultimate hedge. So something to think about. But uh, that'll wrap us up, folks. Remember, check out Thrive Fantasy. Sponsor the show. Use promo code LINESTAR for a first-time deposit match up to $100 and two free months of LINESTAR premium. And if you have any questions, check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Hendrick. The pod, uh, LINESTAR is on Twitter at LINESTAR app. Give it a rate and review. We'd really appreciate it. And until next time, good luck this weekend, everybody. Good luck. See you. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Thrive Fantasy. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football games.